Welcome to the Harmony Perspective, where we talk about real people facing real issues and the hope of a real Savior. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Harmony Perspective. We are at the finish line for 2023. Hard to believe we say it, I think, every year. Man, where'd it go? But we, we're pretty close here to jumping off the deep end into all the New Year's resolutions and everything that comes with a new year. But before we do that, what can we look back on in 2023 and see what we can learn from it and what we take with us into this new year? Yeah, the reality is that that every year brings challenges and 2023 was no different. A lot of challenges to individuals personally, to our country as a whole. Um, But the beautiful thing is that God works all things for good for those that love him and are called according to his purposes. And so we can see the the craziness of the world, you know, spy balloons floating over the United States. and It was go- a weather balloon, okay? <laughs> our government's just like, hey, yeah, we know what it is, but just let it go on. And, I mean, probably because they couldn't figure out between a bunch of them what to do about it because they can't agree on anything. And, uh, you know, a bunch of millionaires trying to tell a bunch of thousandaires how to live their lives and with, with no concern for any of us. And, uh, there's just so much going on, right? So much to to get so caught up in. And how many people do, right? I'm going to watch the talking heads and I'm going to fall into the, the fear mongering that they're trying to do and get so distracted from what should be the main thing, the mission of God to make disciples of all people in all places. And yet it's so easy to to sideline that because you got so much more important things to do. I gotta, I gotta vote the right way. I gotta, you know, protest the right things. I gotta make the social media posts or, or maybe you're just oblivious to it all. You just pull yourself back from all of it, but just so many things we've been talking about battlegrounds and we see it, you know, the battleground of, uh, of masculinity, like where are the godly men at? I know, I know where they're not. They're not in the life of a, uh, a kid that goes on a school shooting at a Christian school in Nashville. They're, they're not in the uh, people that, you know, allow these children to act however they want to act without stepping up and saying, hey, this is the way you should be acting. The, most of the things we see in the problems with our society today come from the lack of men stepping up and being the men God has called them and designed them to be. That they are not taking serious the role God's given them. And then we look and we say, okay, so who will we model ourselves after? Well, let's model ourselves after, you know, movie stars or, or social media influencers or even politicians. And yet you look there and you see no godly characteristic in these men and women and nothing for any of our children to follow. And so that just presses even more into who will you be? Men, who will you be so that your children know who they're supposed to be or who they're supposed to marry or what gender they are? It doesn't seem that we have a problem 
recognizing the problem though, right? You look at pop culture and you see the response to this song, to what you said earlier, these millionaires telling thousandaires. And then this guy comes out of the woodwork with a song called Rich Men North of Richmond. And then, you know, it gets this massive following. So we got plenty of people who see the problem, but how many of us are talking about the solution? But they want to solve it by, oh, we just got to vote. Like next right. next year, like we're looking into 2024. Oh, that'll be the year we'll change. We'll fix everything. But if you don't fix yourself, you're not, your vote doesn't make a difference. Like if you're, you're not coming to Jesus, desiring to live for God's glory in the light of eternity, then your vote is just putting another person in a, a position that's going to continue to lead us into the wickedness that we've been going in for the last 100 years. And, and people are content with that because it's a whole lot easier to cast a ballot than it is to hit your knees before the Lord and submit to Him. And it starts with us. In one of our last battlegrounds, that's one of the key points you made was in these relationships and marriages and our families Men go first. And so, like you said, we've got international, national, state, all these different challenges and things we see in the world. But what we can control is right there and within our own homes. And it starts with us, like you said, hitting our knees and seeking God as men who go first. And I'm not downplaying the necessity and the responsibility we have as citizens of the United States to vote. I'm just saying that's not enough. Right. Like you got to do your due diligence. Vote for who you believe God lays on your conscience to vote for, but you got to be transformed by the power of the gospel. You got to offer yourself as a living sacrifice to the Lord so that you can. Be who God's called you to be and raise up your family and evangelize and disciple the people that God puts around you so that there is true change, which only comes through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we, we've we certainly seen our share of challenges and, and um, evidence of the corruption of sin in our world, but... I think we have a lot to celebrate too looking back on 2023 especially here here at the church at harmony um a lot of uh continued growth i think out of covid and a lot of really um reassuring and, and positive things we've seen here at harmony this year absolutely i i think uh, TJ can speak towards the the student ministry that's been one of the the places where through COVID was impacted the most. It's just like those high schoolers, those youth age kids, they were out of church longer uh, than anybody else. And I think at least in the last year, it seems like we've turned that corner and we're starting to see those come back. Would you say that's true? Some of them, I don't know if I'm seeing a lot of come back as far as some of the older ones, the there is like a almost a new generation, if you will, in student ministry. I was sharing that with um, a friend, another youth pastor, friend of mine, and we were discussing it. And it was similar at his church as well. A lot of the ones that would be 11th and 12th graders right now, um, 
like they still haven't really made their returns. They were connected through the middle school ministry before COVID. And then through COVID, they stopped coming. And then a lot of those 11th to 12th graders still have not made their return. But there is just an influx of new middle schoolers, sixth through eighth graders. Um, there are some some of those ninth graders that that are uh, kind of making their way back. But I think we still missed being able to minister to a large group of folks through COVID that have recently graduated or still in that 11th to 12th grade year range. Um, and, and even being in the school is like, we can have good conversations with them at the school, but they're still not committing themselves to being part of the body, being engaged in the church, uh, being engaged in the ministry opportunities that the church is able to help provide and things like that. But again, a new generation of folks kind of have shown up and we definitely have seen growth in the student ministry, um, not just here at Harmony, but in the surrounding, you know, churches that, that I uh, am able to partner with and stuff like that. Another big milestone this year was uh, the blessing of being able to add to the staff here at the church as well um, with Karen on the children's ministry side. Sure. What kind of impact have you seen there, TJ? Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> that's been a big help um, to have somebody be, to, be able to be full-time um, to help lead that ministry, to help lead the different areas, um, the the uh, devotions, the Wednesday night lessons, kind of helping gear all that stuff up and be able to put it in the hands of the volunteer workers so that everything's kind of just fluid and natural. Everybody has what they need. Um, being able to meet those needs is a, is a huge help. And of course, she's working with social media too. So mm -hmm. being able to put out more stuff across the, the internet, that's just kind of ministry based uh, stuff. Just been a, she's been a key, key part for this whole year or I since she's it. come on board anyways. Kind of like the Snickers bar. We get some fun size Patrick on, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> on YouTube with the, with the shorts and some of the clips on, on Facebook. That's been an awesome add to our social media presence, having her take a lot of that content and uh, be able to, advance yeah in even, that realm. even expanded our reach at the local schools as mm -hmm. she pours into them and develops deeper relationships than we were able to because she's got the time and the focus to do that um and, and the spirit has just been guiding that i remember the the personnel committee meetings and uh seeing how god just kind of made it clear to everybody that this was the right candidate uh, but even beyond that just in the last you know Three months, we've seen eight people baptized. We've seen, you know, 1,600 people come here and experience the love of Jesus at Harvest Fest. And there are so many people that are growing in Christ. And, and uh, we've got guys leading groups uh, on, on Tuesday morning. Uh, they've got guys hungry for the word. We've got ladies that are desirous to, to become stronger women of God. And our children's ministry, student ministry is flourishing. Yeah, children at the elementary school that are wanting to start FCA all on their own. I mean, this is a third grader that's wanting to lead. I mean, it's crazy to see the leadership development from Little kids all the way up to adults. It's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. And then dozens of people that have made a commitment, not a New Year's resolution because it happened before or after that, to, hey, I'm going to glorify God with my body, that if this is the temple of God, then I'm going to put it in a condition to glorify Him. And that that's a major mindset change and a lifestyle change for me and for a lot of, a lot of people is the way your body looks, the things that you do with it, the things that you put into it, that matters. Um, and, and in some ways, our our body is a testimony towards what we think about God. And I know there's a lot of reasons why it may not look like that. And there are some medical things that could be a part of it. But for the most part, it's just you get up and do something with your body in order to to burn off those calories, to get it in shape, to bring glory to God. And so I, I've been thrilled to see so many guys and, and so many ladies that have jumped on this. And, you know, it, it was kind of a movement. It started with just a few and then expanded out, expanded out the same way we want to do with everything in discipleship. Uh, it's like God had this thing planned as to how it should go, right? <laughs> kind of like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Because that's what's really powerful about that group is it's not just physical and it is amazing to see the guys and, and the ladies who've committed and the transformations for each of them. But more than that, the group text that runs for those, those guys and getting themselves together and committing, holding each other accountable and just the encouragement that comes out of that group where the physical transformation is what brought them together, but it becomes discipleship, like you said. Um, and then, Aside from that, I was also um, fortunate and blessed to have my family participate for the first time in the missions trip to Alaska uh, in the summer, and that was a record turnout, as I understand, 29. 29 people going to tell the people of Alaska about Jesus and to show them the love of Jesus. Yeah, just a tremendous thing. God, God continues to grow that trip and to to grow people through that trip, you know, through the the struggles of being on mission and through the joys of bring, being on mission. There is growth opportunities when you step out in faith to do what God's called us to do. My son was one of the baptisms this year that you talked about, a milestone, obviously, for me as a father this year, and then carried over into Alaska to have him for the first time hold a microphone and and share the gospel to that group. Um, what an opportunity. And that has left a lasting impact on our family. One family in particular, a family of Ukrainian refugees that was uh, part of the the community that we were ministering to and having those kids come up to, to our family and hand us this little toy figurine and said, it ain't much. And to be honest, I found it on the ground, <laughs> but it means something to me. And I want you to take it home and remember our family and always pray for us because we don't know if our, our house is even still standing or if we'll ever get to see it again. Mm. And man, what an impact that left on my family. That was a milestone for us this year, for sure. Absolutely. And that's, that's as bad as things can be and as tempted as we can be to just throw up our hands and just say, uh, what's the point? You know, why should I continue to try and live for God's glory? Why Why should I continue to 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 put my faith in something when everything seems wrong and we see so much of that is to to really sit back and look and say, God is making a way. Always. And to 
to reflect on the ways he has made a way and the good that he has brought out of the evil of this world and to rejoice in those things and to understand that we, we can't dwell on just what's happened in the past, right? Uh, as we were looking towards the new year, I was drawn to Isaiah 43, um, 18 and 19. It says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So as we're looking forward to 2024, we rejoice in the good that God brought out of 2023. We rejoice in the fact that he brought good out of evil. And yet we look forward to what he's going to do in the new year as we have new opportunities and new chances to do something. We're going to have 14 days of fasting here at Harmony to begin the new year. So Maybe that's the time that for the first time you say, I'm going to give up eating during the day or maybe for many days in order to come to the bread of life that is Jesus Christ, to submit myself to him and truly know what it means to hunger and thirst for righteousness as we hunger and thirst for food and drink. Just opportunities are all in front of us to see the new thing God wants to do in and through us. And I can say for myself personally, there are no shortage of challenges and no shortage of of spiritual battles that we talked about earlier. And, you know, been going through these battlegrounds but I love the the Isaiah uh, forty three reference there, and taking what we've already been through, where God has been faithful, and knowing that we remember those, and we cherish the opportunities we have ahead of us, and. I don't want to discount or discredit for anyone who may not be at the end of the year rejoicing and and may be in a situation where there's pain and suffering and you know we are, we do live in a broken world and there's no shortage of evidence around that around us uh, of that but I'm also drawn to 1 Corinthians 10:13 that say that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So if you find yourself maybe coming out of 23, going into 24, and it isn't as celebratory or joyous, and, and you, I mean, look, if you're, if you're listening to us and, and you don't have that hope of Jesus, we pray that you seek him, you submit to him and you trust him for your provision and connect yourself to a local body where you can be discipled and know that you don't have to go to Alaska. You don't have to do some big thing in, in that discipleship journey. It's as simple as connecting yourself to a group, men, women, wherever the the, the whatever is, is available to you to be discipled. But again, we exist to make disciples 
of all people in all places to the glory of God. And we are to be disciples making disciples. So wherever you are in that journey, I pray that into this new year, it is seen as um, God doing a new thing, springing forth, and that he's making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That's right. And the new thing, like you said, might be that somebody comes to faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or the new thing might be that you've come to faith in Jesus, but you've never walked in the things that he's called you to walk in. You've never been the disciple that you're supposed to be in evangelism and making disciples. You've never put feet to your faith, and so it's all just been lip service. And I would challenge you that as you head into 2024 that you would lean into this new thing, that you would begin to walk in a manner worthy of the calling, not just sit in a manner worthy of the calling, but walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called because the world needs us to be his ambassadors, to be Christ's ambassadors here so that others can know who he is and the hope that we have in him because this world is not getting better. It's not going to get better. The Bible says that it's going to get worse and worse and worse until he returns. And so we are called to bring as many people with us as we can and maybe that's the new thing God wants to use it wants you to do in your life and to use you to do in others. And that's our hope here with the Harmony perspective coming out of 23. We've been in a series of episodes uh, for Battlegrounds, talked about a lot of sensitive topics. Uh, I think we've had some good conversations and hopefully that lays some foundation going to 24, um, getting into some discussions around discipleship and building on those foundations and how we go forward, making disciples of Christ. And I'll just say, man, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you this season. Um, I, uh, I came <laughs> at the end of last year and I said, Hey, I, Miss the podcast, and I help with some technology to get it back on the ground. Patrick's like, "Well, you ain't just helping with technology." And here I sit. Um, <laughs> you the so, host now. <laughs> that's right. No, it it has been an absolute honor um, going through twenty three, and have uh, definitely been growing myself in the preparation and the discussions, and you know the editing, all the different facets that go into the Harmony Perspective. And I've been encouraged being able to sit here alongside both of you and. Um, very thankful for both of y'all's commitment, not just to Harmony, but but to the ministry that is the Harmony Perspective. And uh, I'm so thankful that God put that on you, that the Holy Spirit convicted you to say, hey, I, I need to be a part of this because I think you've taken us to a whole nother level in, in what we're able to do. And uh, you continue to, to provide some motivation for us to get this done and to sure. put this content out there. And I think it's benefiting people. And I pray that the, one of the new things that it might be would, is that it would benefit more as we continue to push forward and to talk about things that really matter uh, in people's hearts and lives here at Harmony and within our local context and wherever they might be listening, that they can glean something that the Lord will use it in their lives for whatever that new thing is he wants to do. Yeah, I know this is always like even being a part of it, you know, and I be in the discussion, it's always still helpful to hear 
from both of you guys as well. But uh, yeah, this is awesome. Pray that it continues to help those that are listening. So yeah, that's right. And I'll tell you the inbox for the harmony perspective at gmail.com is very quiet. Uh, so I would say that we definitely want to hear more from you. Um, you know, we definitely pray about the direction and, and the conversations and trying to put out content that's helpful. Uh, but would love to hear some more direct feedback on what you do and don't like and would like for us to discuss and cover in the future. Absolutely. You know, if, if you don't like something we said or you want to challenge something, shoot us an email, comment on on, on whatever link uh, through Apple if you're listening, comment on it and let us know what you're thinking. Yeah, this is a conversation and it's not just a conversation for the three of us. Um, we want you to be part of it. And, you know, we're we're here, obviously, um, growing ourselves through the through the work, but really here to to see those listening encouraged and growing in their faith. And so, whatever we can do to to further assist there, we'd love to. And we uh, we we love doing it and love having you here with us. Absolutely, been a pleasure. Twenty twenty three's a wrap. Twenty twenty four, here we come. We love y'all. Love you guys. Yeehaw. See, See you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.